Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kareem, I'm so glad you could weigh in. So the Redskins um, have signed not one but two former Eagles. Uh, We heard uh, on Twitter and we got the announcement for the Redskins um, that they signed defensive tackle Trayvon Hester. What did you make of this signing? Um, You know, a couple of Eagles helps, I suppose. I mean... When we talk about trying to get some insight of a division opponent, um, I think sometimes that sounds really good, and sometimes you might get a little bit of extra something. But, you know, they play these guys two two times a year, every year. You know, it's not like this is some foreign team that um, they're going to get a whole ton of insight that they don't. I mean, all these division teams, they know each other pretty well because mm-hmm. they see each other so much, and they're, and they're so in tune with what the other is doing. Um, so I think uh, I don't think it was necessarily, hey, this is a chance to, like, you know, um, steal some insight that they necessarily wouldn't have had, especially, you know, it's not like the Eagles just got a new coaching staff either. So um, these teams kind of know each other pretty well. Um, I, think, I think it's just kind of looking at, um, you know, especially with Smallwood, I think he's just kind of brings a little bit different. I guess he's um, uh, a little bit versatile, you know. It was weird because, you know, it's such a tough day, you know, Byron Marshall, for example. You make the 53, you're like, whew, I got three. And then 24 hours, it changes all again. I was talking to an agent yesterday who was saying, hey, I'm excited to tell all my folks. Just because we get through, um, just because we get through Saturday, don't, um, don't, don't go celebrating too hard because things can definitely change in the next 24, 48 hours. So um, those are things that kind of stood out for me. You know, the big thing is, you know, the uh, I'm, I'm more kind of in tune with, you know, those starters, what's going to happen along that offensive line, you know, all, all, all the yeah. guys that are that are really going to get some um, playing time on this weekend. I'm actually glad that you brought that up because you take a look at this matchup with the Eagles. They've got a really good defensive line. What are you expecting from this Redskins O-line? Uh, obviously, and we can get to that as well, no Trent. So it's going to look quite a bit different. It's, as of now, it's going to look quite a bit different. I know there's... um. I know there is a, a, a fingers crossed hope inside the building that maybe Trent um, rolls in tomorrow. I'm not exactly that optimistic about that, but I know there's one last little bit of hope. I think um, as far as the offensive line, yeah, it's a huge challenge. This, with this whole team, um, there's, there's no easing into this season. You've got to be ready to go now mm-hmm. um, with this, this schedule that they've got right now, and especially with this Philly uh, defensive front. And so um, I think you're happy that Donald Penn looked like he took a got a little bit better um, this weekend. You know, he's kind of said it himself that uh, – well, not this weekend. I guess that's back on Thursday. Like I said, all these days are running in at this point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think he took a little bit step forward. You know, he, he kind of had to get himself uh, kind of back into the groove, learning the offense, just getting, them, you know, his body back ready. So I think he's feeling um, a little bit better, it looks like. Uh, as of now, it looks like it's going to be Eric Flowers at left guard, and so that's been an experience that has 
um, had some positives and had some negatives. He's um, it's, it's it's clearly a transition for the guy. They like yeah. they like his strength. You know, when when he can blow off the ball and, and use that strength, they really like him. Sometimes he gets in a bad spot where he loses leverage and, and struggles a little bit in pass blocking. So, um, you know, they're, they're, they're just hoping that left side of the line gets solidified. You know, every single day, every single rep, they're hoping they're getting better because we saw where it was at the beginning of this camp, which was not very good. Um, I think it's gotten um, better, but still still needs to be a lot better against these Eagles. Yeah, no, it's going to be a a good test for sure. Now, I want to circle back because you said there is some hope that in the Redskins building out there in Ashburn, some hope that Trent rolls into the building tomorrow. Wow. I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. That's what I said also. I was was talking to someone earlier last week and and, and that was, Hey, you know, I'm holding that hope that he pulls in here on Tuesday. I said, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. I I mean, my my first question (laughs) is, if none of his needs and wants were addressed, do you really think he's coming back? That's and so that's the big thing that I keep coming around to is what exactly is going to. I mean, he's going to look like a clown for doing all this. If he comes back with his tail between his legs and nothing was addressed, he's like, well, that was fun, everybody. Remember, we used to, um, I've talked to uh, my co-worker, Les Carpenter, who used to be out in Seattle a lot. Mm -hmm. And this is the example he used to use. He said, uh, back in Walter Jones' day, he used to to hold out every year just because he didn't want to go to camp and all the BS. But, you know, once. Once it got around to the time for the games to start, he'd show up and everything would be fine. So it's not yeah. super unprecedented for guys to hold out and then show up without um, getting anything more than than what people thought. So that's not necessarily unprecedented, but I think this is just weird because it's a medical situation and it's not necessarily football medical situation. And, uh, yeah. So it's, and, it's, sorry, go no, ahead. Go ahead. I was no. going to say, no, it's, it's now that is actually what I was thinking because a source the day before that mandi- mandatory mini camp, I got a text like, yo, Trent Williams isn't showing up. And I was on the air with Chris Russell and I completely downplayed it because I'm like, oh, the dude just probably, I mean, he's a veteran. He's like one of, he's the best player on the team. He probably just doesn't want to partake in everything. That's all I thought it was. And then we heard about all this medical stuff and how upset he is at the team. And so then that, as you were saying, I think that adds another complicated layer to all of this. It makes it different. I mean, what if if you're Trent and you were really and we were told that you know um, that he got that he was actually scared by kind of the whole scenario of what went on, right? So and we're talking about not scared. Oh, my knee is bad. We're talking about regular health scared. Yeah. So if if that's the issue, does a couple it does a couple extra dollars you know blow that over for you? Does that make you feel fine when you are really worried about your real life health? Yeah. That doesn't seem to make a ton of sense to me. Um, and if you want, um, do you want, do you want those people that misdiagnose you, or the, the, the people in this building? Do you want some of those medical people gone? I don't think that's really realistically going to happen, especially at this point in the season. So uh, that's my question that well, I that's what, asking that's that where... I don't get a real answer to is what yeah. ultimately can realistically happen that's going to make both sides happy. And I still have yet to get an answer to that. Yeah, and that's the tough thing because, I mean, if he really wanted some medical and training staff fired, I keep asking myself, like, 
does that have to happen before he comes back? Like, how does that work? Because that would be super weird if he shows up tomorrow and then all of a sudden they fire the medical and the training staff. Like, that doesn't seem realistic at all. No, doesn't seem realistic at all. And especially at this point when, you know, you've got a game on Sunday, you know, you know, making major differences to the guys who take care of the other 52 guys, 53 guys plus practice squad who've been working with all these guys all this time to all of a sudden make some kind of significant upheaval at this point in the season just doesn't seem realistic. Yeah. To me. All right, let's um let's look a little bit at this game on Sunday. Um I was I've been really looking forward to, you know, seeing Deshaun Jackson uh play against the Redskins again. How healthy is he? Is he probably going to play and and w- what do you think about some of those matchups? Um that's what I'm curious about. So what he has the broken finger or broken thumb, I do believe. And so that's what was reported, what, I think about a week ago when I first heard it, they said he should be out about three, four weeks. And then through that timeline, I was like, oh, well, he's not going to be available right. in, the, uh, in the debut. So we'll see. I'm not sure if that has changed. We'll see how that kind of plays out this week. If, if you know, maybe it's not as bad and they wrap that sucker up somehow. Um, we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm kind of, you know, more focused on, you know, how the Redskins, are, it's, it's, you know, I want to see the quarterback play. I want to see how are they going to be able to run the ball on the left side of the line. Um, you know, there's high expectations for this defense. You know, there's, uh, I think it does have the opportunity to be a really good D. Well, don't get to prove it right out of the bat, or we'll find out if, hey, maybe we're overrating them a little bit. So um, a lot of those things, you know, that front five, that front seven, I'm really curious to see how they play uh, against the Eagles. You know, it's funny. People kind of talk about the Eagles like they're so high-flying. But remember, this is a big-time run team. And so added Jordan Howard. And, and now, you know, Carson's back for um, first, first time in seems whatsoever because he's been dealing with the injuries. That's what I want to see. You know, how's he going to look after yeah. all this time off? So um, a ton of question marks. I think all that stuff comes with, you know, week one because – you know, all we've really seen is some preseason games where people are vanilla and, and not giving and holding guys out. Load management, I think, is the new uh, catchphrase these days. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen them go up against just each other in practice all these days. And so, um, and, and even, even I, I keep kind of hawking on it, even during camp and during some of those practices, especially during camp, you know, the defensive line was kind of, you know, they weren't going all the way out 100% every single um, every single snap in those team drills because when the line was struggling, they were just blowing up everything every single play. So yeah. I choose to see them be able to just really be unleashed for an entire game. So all of those question marks, you know, we think we see things, but it's way, it's way different. It's different when you see them going up against other NFL teams that are, you know, not holding back, that aren't trying to be vanilla, and quite frankly – we're talking about four playoff teams in these first five weeks. So, uh, yeah, and I, just, I want to ask you about that really quick before I let you go because you see teams like the Patriots kind of treating September almost like the preseason. Um, but <laughs> I like that philosophy. <laughs> I think it's awesome. But you take a look at the Redskins' uh, schedule. It's like, they, I mean, where are you at when teams do stuff like that? I think <laughs> – I think with them, I think every program's kind of in a different place. I think yeah. With, I, I think when you're the Patriots, you you got some cachet that 
you can do things in a different way, and people are going to be like, hey, Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. They've, they've, they've built their program in a way over, quite frankly, decades that have earned them um, the freedom to do things a little bit differently if yeah. they want. Now, when you're an up-and-coming team and a young team and a team like the Redskins, you can't – you got to – And a coach who's coaching for his life here. Yeah. Exactly. You know, there, there's no time to mess around. There's no time to – you know, that, I think that played a huge part in um, – or I think that was a, at least a consideration when you were talking about Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this is a guy, you know, still has to work – into this, you know, he's still a rookie that's never played his first game. Um, even if you wanted to just turn it over and say, "Let's go," hey, Jay needs to win now. You know, is is Dwayne the best guy to get thrown out there against four playoff teams immediately right now? Uh, probably, it's a tough spot. Probably not. So, I think that schedule and all of that kind of plays into all of these things. That you know, you I hope you came out of camp and I hope you came out of uh, preseason. Um, as ready as possible because there is, you know, last year, you know, Arizona was a nice little warm up, you know. Yeah. Um, there is none of that this year. You better hit the ground running. You'll kind of find out who you are real quick. I know. They're going to have to. All right. Kareem Copeland, you can follow him on Twitter at Kareem Copeland. Great stuff as always, Kareem. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.